Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I'm not one for calling anyone out, I never do. I just want to keep climbing the rankings. David Graham! Oh, there's the tap! He did it, Jack, Mike for Ronnie Yaya! Submission number 21! I've been fighting for so long, training for a long time, training the, the entire last year, looking for this win. Ronnie Yaya! Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. I should have made for it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Finally. The guys are back. We missed each other. I was gone and Dean Thomas filled in and Matt was gone and Bobby Kelly filled in. Uh, and today we have Ronnie Yaya on the show. First time, Davey Grant, first appearance on UFC Unfiltered. Uh, they're both promoting uh, Vieira versus uh, Tate. It's the UFC Apex in uh, Vegas. That's Saturday, November 20. That's a fucking good fight, Catlin Vieira against uh, Misha Tate. Some would say it's a potentially a good fight, and some say it might be a great fight. I'm the latter. Okay. Hey, Jimmy, like you were saying, and I'm going to say it twice, the boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. I didn't mean it like that, though, but I no, guess Jimmy, we are. You were saying, the boys are back in town. town. It, am I turning the corner with my singing? Are you still, Jimmy? Hopefully into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully into traffic. All right. Jimmy, it's so good to be back with you. Yes, buddy. Good to see you. And what I you know what I get from when I when I travel, what, what I think of when I when I get back, it's that I don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> How about, I I'm, understand you know where I want to go. I want to I want to go to my academy. I like to go to my school, and then I have to go home. Yeah, effing, but don't get me wrong. I will do this day in the white looking for the fight till the wheels fall off. I had a blast with uh with my friends out there. I mean, I always like to hang out with Dana. I, I don't see him enough. Sure. And I know, you know, it's so weird because you think about how time flies, man. I got in the UFC in 2001. It's crazy, right? You're 20 years. I mean, I know Dana 20 years. I mean, so it's, it is fucking weird. Matt, do you remember what month it was that you got in? Like, are you close to your 20 year anniversary? Or is that past already? I'm going to say I, I first fought in there probably around May. Oh, so the 20 May, years has passed. Yeah. 2001. That's right. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. That, oh, I, wow. That's crazy, Jimmy. 20 years ago. Do you know who I'd like to get on this? I, I don't watch WWE or, or pro wrestling, but a, a lot of those guys are huge fans. And I interviewed a guy this morning on the radio show uh, called Big E. He's the WWE champion, and oh. he's a big uh, MMA fan. He was talking about Max and um, the last fight, even back to the Cater fight. So I, I would love to have him on. He's uh, I'm just saying that so, because I'll forget if I don't say it. What a great... Uh, guest he was. He's a huge MMA fan. That's great, man. 
Yeah. Hey, man, I'm interested to meet, you know, like-minded people. Yeah, people who are on not just to promote something, but because they genuinely like MMA. I'm, you're speaking of stuff. We're going to get David Grant here in a second. I'm going on my buddy Christian Holoff as a show. He's a, he's a, he's like a, he has like a nerd show. Yep. You know, I think it's called the big thing. It used to be SEN live, but anyway, I'm going on his show tomorrow. It's taping for next week. And we talk about all the stuff that you, that, that, that's like me making you eat your broccoli. You're like open up Jimmy. You're like, no, I'm like, I'm going to talk about you. And you're like, no, anyway, but that's, I'm going to me and him. I'm going to geek out with him and he's going to, and he's going to be all happy. I'm going to see Dune because of you. Did you see it? No, it, I, it's a longer film, so I need, you need a couple of hours, and I, just, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. You know, you don't got a couple of hours. No, dude, I, I'm watching, I just started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, the new season. Is it good or no? Honestly, yeah, I'm only in the first episode. It's very funny. But you're in it? No, 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 buddy, I'm watching it. Oh, you're watching the first? Oh, I think you said no. you were in the first. No, if I was in it, it would have went one episode and done. Although Sam and I are in the new sequel to The Tiger King. Are you really or no? Oh, very briefly when we interviewed Trump Jr. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, you're so with it. Let's bring uh, Davy Grant in. Uh, he's fighting Adrian Yanez on uh, Saturday. All right, then I want to tell you more about my weekend. Oh yeah, I would love to hear it. Okay. All right, that's when we break. That's when the music went on. Yeah. Hey, Davy. Hello. How are you? Hi guys, hi, great to be speaking with you. Thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate it. I'm looking. We're looking forward to get to know you. Me and Jimmy were talking about Star Wars and and science fiction. Did you ever watch Star Wars, or are you not even a fan at all? Of that shit? I, I, I'm right. I'm not into Star Wars at all, but I'm a proper proper Marvel nerd. I absolutely love Marvel. You love the. Uh... I haven't yeah. watched any of those new movies. I I literally I kind of tapped out years ago on the superhero movies. Oh, no, I mean, honestly, it makes my life. I absolutely love them, honest, I do. Well, I mean, to be fair, Jimmy's two favorite are Batman and Robin and Catwoman. So don't listen to them. <laughs> don't listen to this guy. Sorry, Jimmy. Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> hey, did you see the new Eternals or no? Yes, I just watched it on Sunday night. Yes or no? Is, is it good? I haven't seen yes. it Yes. Oh, yes, it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. Oh, man, Jimmy, I'm excited. I'm going to go with the family to see that. Yeah, I, I know I should have waited for my family, but I, well, I ended up going with my buddy just the other day. Did you watch, did you read comics as a kid or no? No, no, it's not really a thing in England. No one really, no, like it's, it's, it's massive in America, isn't it? But like comic yeah. books are really just not very big in England at all. That's very interesting. Yeah, because yeah. are the movies big in England? And if so, how did people learn so much about the characters just because they're great films? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I know for me, it was just, it was just the movies. I just like, I just absolutely love them. I love any sort of action movies, but I, I'm really warm to the Marvel ones. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I literally, I, if the kids are in bed and my wife goes to bed early, then I'm sticking a Marvel film on, guaranteed. And when the new ones come out, I usually go to the cinemas to watch some of the kids and stuff. Well, I was watching, um, flipping through the channels, and I saw it was like Batman versus Superman, where they're fighting, and I'm watching the fights. Oh, no, no, sorry. It was Superman. Uh, it might have been the one where he was fighting like Zod or something. But watching them get thrown through buildings, like it's such an amazing thing they can do now with CGI and the graphics. Oh, like, you know, I yeah. remember Christopher Reeve just being fucking hung from a string and <laughs> fan blowing on him. And that was how it yeah. flew. It's, it's good now. The visuals are amazing. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, it's so entertaining to watch, aren't he? It's fantastic what they could do now. And like you say, I mean, when we all grew up, it was like yeah, the like the, the Thunderbirds and all that type things, you know. What yeah. I mean? <laughs> What's your favorite? Yeah. The favorite movie? Yeah, of that in that genre. Oh, it's it's got to be oh of the old ones or of any any many Marvel films, like or yeah. Oh, it, I mean, I I love the Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. Honest, I like. It's. I just. I, I, that's got to be my favorite. I. Lo- I absolutely love them two films. Probably Endgame more. Oh, that's great. I mean, listen. Uh, on your left, remember that. Watch the audience reaction uh, on YouTube of when they say on the Avengers Endgame. I'm a nerd, so I watch some shit like this. And yeah. it's when 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 all of a sudden the like the backup comes for Captain America when he's about to face Thanos and the whole fucking forces of darkness. Yeah. And all of a sudden he hears, and this dates back. To, this is a throwback to Winter Soldier. When yeah. he, Jamie knows exactly what I'm talking about, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's looking at me like I'm a super nerd. Attack me now, my fucking English buddy here. I won't, uh, because uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's nerdy, but it's just it doesn't grab me the way it grabs you. Like I kind of wish it did, because they're 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 really well made and they're, they're. I just I don't feel anything. What what about the on the left? What does that mean, Jimmy? Yes. Are you well? This is what it means. Seriously, okay. I'm gonna tell. Jamie knows exactly what it means. Yeah, on yeah. The left. <laughs> Right, he, it's when Captain America was running around, like it, how he met Falcon. Jimmy's a fucking prick because he wants me to get more into detail to sound like a nerd. But Davey, <laughs> no, you know no. what I'm talking about from Winter Soldier when they were when he first met Falcon. Yes, yes, definitely. It's a, yeah, it, like when, when you know that and, and you watch it, it makes it better. Yes. Stuff like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes it so much better. Jimmy, in other words, Captain America was lapping him, so every time he would lap him because he's so fast, he's a that's disgusting. Boy. No, Jimmy, not your oh. no, no, on a track game. <laughs> oh, okay. They were running, Jimmy. No, don't, don't do that in front of Davy. Listen. <laughs> he was passing him on the tracks. Oh, I see. All right. On your left. So then when he came to back him up, he thought Falcon was dead forever. But anyway. What, what, let me ask you, what is, Davey, you probably remember, what is the scene? There's one X-Men scene, which was really good, uh, where the guy shot a bullet. And who's the fucking fast guy? Oh. Um, I can't remember his name. Quicksilver. No, is I think is. is that it his is name? Yeah. Oh, he's running through the room and he's like gently batting the bullets so they don't hit people. And they show how he sees the world when he's moving fast. That that was a great scene. Oh, the X Men. Yeah, is that the, the guy who when he runs and he saves everyone from the building when the bomb goes off? That's oh, I don't remember. Guy. I only saw that scene. Oh, right, because because there's this fast guy. He was like, I think he was. He turns out to be Magneto's son, and he's yeah. like, his mutant powers like speed, and he saves everyone from the burning building, fire it in out, and yeah, it's it's like it, the X Men films. I love the X Men. I'm not, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Marvel and the X Men stuff, but I'm not really into the DC stuff for some reason. I don't know why. I like, I, I like, I like a lot of the Batman films, but Marvel always seems to be my first love. And if there's like a conflict, I don't know, there probably is between like Marvel and DC. I would choose Marvel. I would stand the Marvel. Yeah, side. I like the Batman films, but only the George Clooney one. Oh, right. I see. Batman. I like the Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. In the Dark Knight, is it? That, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Jimmy does a great, Jimmy does a great impersonation of uh, an impression of, yes. of Christian Bale during the dark night. Go ahead, Jimmy. I am not allowed to do it anymore because we got a copyright strike. Um, I did it once on the podcast. They, there was a copyright strike. It sounded so much like him that we got a copyright strike and they said, I can't do it. I got a call from Dana. Listen, I know Davey Grant's a good sport. Why don't we all try to do 
it's Batman from that. Why don't we all do Christian Bale's voice? Who wants oh. to start it off? I go on, then I'll go first. Go ahead, baby. You want to go first? Yeah. Let's hear it. Right. Ready? Ready? So we'll go. I am the Batman. Not Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Not, not Jimmy. I want to see Jimmy's face. Treat treat Davey like he's a long like a long friend. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, not a long friend. A friend for a long time, and give him an honest opinion of that Christian Bale. It was very good. It was understated. It wasn't over the top. It was very good. Okay. Ready? My turn. Yeah. My turn. Yep. I, I, what is this? <laughs> I'm not gonna do the thing. Ready? You got to do it. You said, come on. Ready? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. I, can't, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> no, that's good. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, not, that's not Batman. No, that's no, I thought Batman's that was him. Special cousin. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. Yep. I bet. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> oh. I know he said. I'm no, Batman. he doesn't. Angry Batman. Hey, Commissioner Gordon. Where is he? Where is he? You sound like the kid in The Shining. Red rum. Ah. Red rum. <laughs> 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 oh, that's how he sounded. He was, no, he was very right. gruff. He has to disguise his voice. They don't want him to think. They want him, They don't want to hear Bruce Wayne talk. That's right. Oh, that's it. You do it, Jimmy. Your turn. Do not be a spoil sport. Okay. <clears throat> don't stare at it. Eat it. Oh, sorry. That's Christian Bale from American Psycho. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but it's funny. Dave. I didn't love Christian Bale as Batman, even though he's an amazing actor. Like, I didn't love the way he did it. Um, I, Heath Ledger was a, a, was great. Did you see Joker with uh, a fucking um, a Joaquin Phoenix? I didn't think I'd like that, but it turned out to be really good. Mm, it was good. Oh, you liked it? You didn't love it? Yeah. Not a DC yeah. fan. Davey told you. Right. Davey, He's giving you a plight, it's good, but he's a Marvel fan. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Davey, let's get to know you a little bit better. Where exactly did you grow up, and what was the first martial art you started with? Right, so, funny story. Uh, so I grew up in like a little little tiny town, still live there now, called Bishop Auckland. Um, but then my parents split up, and my mom ended up moving to a town about 20 minutes away called, called Darlington. Both like just small northeast towns, northeast of England. Pretty, pretty rough, like. Not not really bad, you know what I mean? But uh, it's a little bit rougher up north than what it is down south. Uh, a little bit more working class, the mining, the miners and things like that, you know what I mean? That's sort of our heritage. Um, first started in martial arts, I went to right a karate gym. Uh, this is when the, probably when the karate kid was kicking off all those movies and stuff. Um, I was only eight years old and I, got, I, st I carried on doing it. I got to my yellow belt. So the yellow belt was a different class. There was a class for the white belts and then a class for the yellow belts. And once you knew Pinan Dan and all that, and you, and you passed your grading, and that's when we started sparring. Uh, the sparring gloves were little air than MMA gloves, what we wear now, pro gloves. Uh, they were like just little cotton gloves and like little cotton shin pads. Um, and we had to spar. And there was this, the one woman, right, she was the sensei. She was his white and she was a black belt she was a fully grown woman and she used to kick the shit out of me bad oh god like bust nose all over to the point where i used to get really nervous i'm like oh my god where's oh no they said we sparring tonight we're not working on the technique and uh and i ended up giving it up and i thought i'm nowhere near tough enough for this karate stuff do you know what i mean it used to yeah. like, i used to i used to be like now i look back it was fucking child abuse do you know what i mean like, <laughs> I, was, I was eight years old and i used to get my ass kicked 
bad. It's crazy. And, uh, and I ended up, I, I ended up uh, leaving it for a while, and I never really went. Uh, then I, I, all I did was just concentrate on on football for years until I got back into martial arts when I was around about fourteen, and then I started fighting. In MMA, before it was even called MMA, it was sort of like we, 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 in, in England we were we just sort of the, the MMA that, that term hadn't really come about. It was more like Valley Tudo or shoot boxing. And I'd watched like UFC ten or I don't know if you remember Igor Bobchanchin. He was like one of the Russian guys. I can't remember what shows he used to fight on, but I used to watch his videos. I was a, I was a big fan of him when he first started out. And then and that, so I started doing MMA back when I was like like fourteen. I just really went to a kickboxing gym, but a few of the guys did MMA. They were rolling around on the floor, and then I was like, oh, I want to try that. And then I just ended up being being really good at it. But yeah, my first martial arts experience was a bad one. It was like, yeah, I got beat up by by, by a lady. <laughs> Did you ever? Now some people like to go and they like to find their childhood bully after they made it. Did you ever think about visiting this lady? Now you were eight years old back then, so she's probably I don't know. You got to tack on another whatever. Yeah, she well, she'll probably be about 60, 70 year old now. So I, I think I'll leave a bit. You want to ring her bell and be like, all right, come I on, mean, I, round uh, three, let's I go. Just sort of, I, I sort of forgot about it in all honesty. And then it was a few years later when I was an adult that I realized what had happened. And then uh, I just thought, I mean, I thought that's not really the way to go on about teaching kids. It was definitely, definitely. Maybe uh, she had it out for you. Was she, was she doing that to all the kids? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember, in all honesty. I really can't remember. You just remember the beating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. I just remember, like, being sat on the side, like, with me, loads of tissue on my nose and my nose nipped and and thinking, God, this is hard work, babe. Do you think, David, do you think she thought she was abusing you or, or do you think she thought she was toughening you up and helping you? I, I don't know. I think she probably thought she was toughening you up. She seemed like a pretty hard face. Uh, um lady and like obviously a black belt she was like the sensei's wife or whatever do you know what i mean and uh and i i, I remember once there was some kids outside like throwing things into the gym and she went outside and grabbed all of this girl so she was a bit feisty anyway do you know what i mean yeah so uh but yeah i don't know i don't know whether it was i i don't i, I mean it put me off the spot altogether to be honest but wow. she, she might have been doing good i don't know do you still have her number jimmy's into that shit yeah <laughs> No, I don't. He wants to know. Jimmy's gonna call her up and be like, "Hey, what's up? What is a year membership for this?" <laughs> once, once I did search her to see if she was on Facebook, um, and she wasn't. But the sensei was. The sensei was uh, uh, was on, but I, but I didn't message him. I thought bygones be got bygones, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Did you fight a lot when you were a kid? You said it was kind of a rough area. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was like everyone just sort of used to used to fight for nothing most of the time. All the bigger kids would just try and like start fights with with us or try and make us fight against each other. It was like it was just all the time, and it was it was weird because when I moved from Bishop, because when I lived in Bishop, we were already like sort of like fighting amongst each other anyway. And then when I moved to Darlington, even though it's only twenty minutes away, it was like a different accent. You're the new kid in town, so people used to try and bully me. Uh, so I used to have to, I used to have to fight back, but then it sort of turned, it, it was weird how it worked because then I, they, they sort of changed me as a person. I thought, right. So that's how we get on over here. So when people started to bully me, I used to try and fight them back, but then it, I, I changed uh, in probably a bad way where then I would fight people if they disagreed with me, it, it turned me into a bit of a dickhead in all honesty. Do you know what I mean? And then I would fight for, for reasons what didn't need fighting about until I realized, look, this is not the way to go on. And then I sort of like something clicked. And then I realized, look, 
Life's a lot better if you're just nice to people all the time and then only fight if if they or like do something that deserves that sort of thing. It was it was a weird little uh, changeover point in my life. Did you have any moments where like you fought somebody for the wrong reason and you kicked their ass and you felt bad about it? Like you went back, oh shit, that was that was unnecessary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it it it, it, it happened before. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm uh, I, I I like to think of myself as a nice guy and I've got a really I've got a really like uh, a conscience. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't like anything like that. I, I, I feel sorry for some of the guys, but I like, and I like, I did happen to me a lot. And I, and I had two brothers as well. It was a fight like fuck with me two brothers. Do you know what I mean? So I like, I was one older and one younger, and we used to just be like sort of battling all the time. Anytime like Rocky or Karate Kid came on silly, <laughs> we put cushions on, on our hands in the front room and try and fight each other. You know, you seem to have a really good sense of humor. Besides the Marvel movies, what is, what is what's something you like to do? That's uh, what's a hobby you like, uh, unrelated to MMA? Oh, so I love football still. I absolutely love football, like soccer. Soccer? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to, not American football. No, no, not American football. I've never played that, but I, I love soccer. I mean, I, I like I, I I I played soccer all the way through school. I, I was really big into it. I never got picked up by any of the teams, and that's sort of why I transitioned to MMA. Yeah, I, I always wanted to be a sports person. And, uh, and and I still play football now for like local teams when I haven't got a fight coming up. And I also coach, I've had my little boys team, my oldest son, Jay, he plays football for the local team and I've coached them since they were under fives and they're under 13s now. And that's like a massive, massive part of my life. Oh, do, do you play any more like in a, any kind of league or anything? Yeah, yeah. I play in a, I'm, I'm signed for two teams, one on a Saturday and one on a Sunday, but the one on the one on uh, or, or, or uh, the both that, that I won't play when I've got a fight coming up. I use it as like out of camp fitness. I think it's like just something I do it per, just for me personally. I mean, I love the fact that it's to do with fitness. Uh, I like getting together with the lads. Uh, it, it's a lot more of the social side of things, and and I just love sports. And like I, when I've got a fight coming up, I think it's not maybe not worth it just in case I get injured. But then as soon as I've had a fight, I'm I'm back with the lads playing football all weekend. And that keeps you in shape, man. It's like an it, like it's not really it's an active rest. And yeah. It's a passion of yours. That's a win-win. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've been lucky enough touch wood that I haven't had any serious injuries doing it. I was always like shocked. Not shocked. I'm it's always like I was always questioning why is like soccer, like you call football, so popular popular everywhere mm. but the United States. But why? It's like Brazil. They love it in Brazil. Yeah. In the UK. They love it. Jimmy, everywhere. It's crazy. It, it is the biggest sport in the world. Yeah, by far. But why? Why not here? Why not in the States, Jimmy? Baby, how do we explain that? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, it's, it's, it's liked in the States, but just not like it is there. Maybe the U.S. people aren't as patient. Like it's, it can be a long, like long. And also the, the TV, because there's not as many, much room for commercials. Right, because you guys play, they'll play, they'll, they'll they'll run back and forth for quite a while. Whereas oh, yeah. with baseball, football, hockey, there's kind of built-in space for commercials. So maybe that is is kind of what got the television coverage the most. I don't know. That makes sense. What position do you play on that? I don't play. Uh, I play. I like to play on the on the right wing, like sort of like up and down the pitch on the right hand side. I'm probably a better right back, but I like to get forward and attack as well. I've got a pretty good pretty good engine. You know, like I, yeah. I, just, I can just run all day, and I obviously just from from training and fighting. Like a lot of the guys I play with, are like they, they probably only do a little bit of sport on a weekend, or maybe a bit of five-a-side football during the week or anything. And I train 
100% every day, all day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So my fitness carries me through. I think that makes me makes me a half decent player to get up and down the side. That's that's so cool, man. Yeah, it's and have you ever gone like? Because I know soccer is like any other sport where if you go to an opposing team's like stadium and watch them play, their fans are, are probably pretty rough. Have you done that? Have you gone to watch your team play and had like beer and shit thrown on you? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I remember once when I was a kid. When I was a kid, uh, so I'll have been about maybe thirteen or fourteen, and we went to this town called Grange Town near us. Like, in a, near, it's like a city near us, and they were rough. They were a rough team. They were kicking lumps out of us, and on the pitch, and the parents were all screaming at us. And then at the end of the match, we all had to run through our cars because we were trying to drag people out of the cars and beat them up and shit. It was wow. it was mental, yeah, like. <laughs> It was uh, I, I like I wasn't really I wasn't really uh, uh, into MMA as much back there, so I was like, "Fuck, get the car, get the car, <laughs> let's go." <laughs> what are you expecting? To you're fighting this Saturday. Um, uh, it is. What are you expecting out of Adrian Yanez? Uh, I mean, he's going. He's coming for a scrap. He's definitely coming for a scrap. That's the way he fights. That's the way I fight. I mean, it's it's exciting. Uh, I, I mean, as soon as I got the matchup, I thought that's some good work from Sean Shelby. That this is going to be a great fight. Do you know what I mean? I know what he's coming to do. He's not coming to grab hold of my legs and try and, and try try and just wrestle, put me on the floor. You know what I mean? He's coming to bang. He's coming to take my head off, and I'm doing the same with him. It's always yeah. It does make a difference the uh, the dance partner you have in there, doesn't it, Davey? Like you get like with your style, you might be feeling like I don't want to just be. I want to let it go. I don't want to just be worried about a double leg. I want to be yeah. able to have one of those fight of the nights. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what that's what excites me. That's the way I like to fight. I think that's what most of the fans like to see. Um, and and it's just, yeah, I feel like uh, it's it's a breath of fresh air. You know, it's it's nice to. I mean, the, the wrestling's hard work, man. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Both the takedown and defending the takedown, the yeah. fail takedown, all of it is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. And how you feel? Listen, you're 35. You're not you're not old by any means, you know. Mm. How are you feeling now? How are you feeling in the gym with the kids that are 25? Oh man, I uh, best I've ever felt. Like honestly, I think my my experience is like a big part of it, but like the way that I've sort of looked after myself and yeah. Uh, I think I think maybe just the way that my career's panned out. Uh I I don't I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm getting too old. I feel like I'm like I, I feel like I can hang with the best guys in the division. Uh, I, I think you put me in 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 the in the mix with any of the top fifteen, and I think I'd give them a hard fight. I went, win or lose, I, I know that I'm coming to challenge. Um, and and as long as I feel like that, I'll, I'll keep on going. I'll keep on striving for it. But at the minute, honestly, I really do feel like it's the best I've ever been in my entire life. Well, Davey, look, this was fun, man. It was really uh, good having you on and good talking to you. And uh, we'll definitely talk to you again, I, I hope. And uh, good luck on, on Saturday and uh, the opening fight of the main card. Yeah, which is uh, again that, that there's certain fights that you know they put that's you know, and for whatever reason when they like you know Gaethje uh, Chandler I know that was a, a coaching kind of uh, reason yeah. so the coach wasn't doing three fights in a row but still they were a great opening fights so they always put a fight that they really believe in early on so have a great fight man oh yeah well thanks Jimmy appreciate that and uh, Max thank you thanks for talking to me guys I really appreciate it honest Definitely. anytime man we'll talk to you again okay my pleasure thank you cheers guys take care Davey. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Before we have um, uh, Ronnie Yaya, do you want to know how stupid I am? Yes. Is Justin, oh. we, we had Bobby and I had Justin Gaethje on. I was just listening. I listened to the very beginning. He's great. But as we were signing off with him, I said, uh, Justin, I love you. But I meant as a fighter and I got sidetracked for it. Like my brain just split. So I basically told Justin I loved him and it just seemed weird. He's like, I love you too, man. I was like, oh. You know what I love about that? You know what I love about that, dude? I'm a fucking I'm, idiot. I'm fucking, I'm so awkward. So when I hear stuff like that, it, uh, just, yeah. it makes me happy. Because I'm the king of just, I can be the king of awkwardness. And just, but I, yeah, but like, you know how you know what you're, what you're saying, but you're like, I love you as like, you're, but it's like, just a stupid thing. Yeah, Jimmy. Like I say, I love you. I just mean, I love you. I don't, I don't have to say anything else. Yeah, but you and I are friends. Yes, it's different. I, I know. Oh, I don't know Justin. Well. I know. Hey, listen, oh, I, it's hysterical. That's hysterical. Hey, we were doing some stuff, but are looking for a fight, right? You know what sucks, Jimmy? My knees suck. I can't run at all. I told you. So there's a thing with a, a ball and a football thing. I go, look, man, and I told the producer, you might think I'm not into this. I just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not fucking running anyway. Anyway, it's not a big story. Oh, by the way, uh, only because he put it all over. It's all over the Instagrams and stuff. The producer of the show fought. He fought on the looking for a fight. Rory. Rory Ford, you know Rory, the the, uh, the producer of the fucking uh, of looking for a fight. You ever meet him? He's your size. I don't know if I've met him. He had a fight, Jimmy. Wait till you see this episode. That's all I'm going to say. He's had a okay. Fight. And he's the producer of the and and what's amazing about looking for a fight is that we just did our twentieth episode. Ain't that fucking nuts? Yep, it really is. Is it? Are you being condescending? No, not at all. It's like I the remember. It's 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 one of those things where, what do you guys do? One a month? No, well, I mean, sometimes it splits up. It, in between, yeah, six months in between one. You know yeah, I mean? okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, well, it is kind of crazy that it's the twentieth one, the twentieth different trip and place you went. Yeah, and this guy never had, never fought in his life, and uh, he wanted to experience it. So it's going to be on the episode, and it was something else, man. We were in Denver, Colorado. You know, did we sign a couple of really good guys? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you might have to watch the show, which I know you always do. But I have a good time with Dean Thomas and Dana. I have a good time with both of them. You know, me and Dean were there a couple of extra days, so we did more stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just fun, Jimmy. It's just fun. You know. All right. What else did you want to get into? Well, I mean, um, I think the uh, like again, we talked about uh, Vieira uh, Tate being a great main event. Um, I said good. You said great, and I agree with you. By the way, Kiesa, Sean Brady, undefeated Sean Brady. That is a fucking great, great co-main event. And Ronnie Yaya Chung Ho Kong is the uh, third fight. Joanne Wood, uh, Tyler Santos, and of course Grant Yanez is the opening fight. But goddamn it, that Kiesa, 
against Brady is a good fight, that's man. A, that's a tough one, man. Really tough. He had a hard time with Luke, and he was doing okay. Something happened in there with him. I, I don't know how he like shit the bed. And he's he's just he, sometimes he looks like mentally unstoppable, and sometimes I think he has a something goes wrong up there. I don't know what exactly is happening. Maybe he should see like, and I love it. First of all, I I love my kids. I think he's a great guy. Okay, now you got me throwing the love word around. That's all right. Fun. Isn't it nice? Yeah. But no, he's a great guy. I'm, I'm very friendly with the guy, you know. Uh, but, you know, some guys might need a mental coach. It works for the fucking GSP. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Because I think there's the reason. Sometimes he's looking fucking great and on. Like, really on. And there's times when, I don't know. But he's going to have to be on for Sean Brady. Because Sean Brady, I mean, he's just fucking looking on the He's just looking unstoppable. Yes. Jimmy. Yes, sir. How was your weekend, bro? Kind of uneventful. I didn't do much. I'm trying to diet again now. I'm back on a, I'm going to try to do intermittent fasting, like just eat for certain hours. And I'm on day two. Oh, guess really, Jimmy? I do intermediate, what? Intermittent fasting. Intermittent? Yeah. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. Then they say, oh, they used to say you have to eat every three hours for your metabolism. I know. There's so many different philosophies, but obviously all of them work better than mine, which is just eat and do nothing. Anyway, man, you know what they said in Greece, philosophy and history, it's all the same. Is that what they said in that thing? They did not. Did I make that up? I think you did. All right, let's get the yada yada. Yeah. Beauty school dropout. Beauty school dropout. (laughs) Hey, buddy. What's up? Can you hear us? We always, uh, whenever we're sure we can connect. Okay, good. Hey, yeah. Ron, and now, Ronnie, first of all, is it Ronnie or, or, or Hani? Because they are. Uh, Ronnie. In the States, you call me Ronnie. Hon- you call your, your wife Honey. But at this point, man, so many years, people calling me Honey. I don't even matter anymore. I don't even care anymore. Hey, every time I visited Brazil, they call me I'm Matt. They call me Match. Match. Match Seha. Hey. <laughs> I answer to anything. First of all, <laughs> I just want to say, is this your first time on the show? It is, yeah. Can I just say, and Jimmy knows, as a jujitsu man, I love watching you fight. I love your jujitsu. You're the Damian Meyer of your weight class. I fucking love it. I'm just letting you know that right now. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I told, he, he's a little bigger than you, Jimmy, and his jujitsu is phenomenal. He has no problem. Dropping the half guard, using that to get on top. It's like you're a throwback. You understand? And and, and you're not one-dimensional because you got the hands too. But I love it, man. When did you start your when did you start jujitsu? How old were you? I was eleven years old. Eleven years old. Yeah, yeah. It started in, in Brazil. Start to compete to compete right away. I have done other styles of martial arts before. But jiu-jitsu was what really captivated me, really made me love. You know, jiu-jitsu is a life-changing sport. And for me, I earned too much confidence doing jiu-jitsu. And uh, what part of Brazil? I I live in Brasilia, the capital of Brazil. I've been to Rio. How far is Brasilia from from Rio? It's the only frame of reference I have. It's like uh, 600 miles. Oh, okay. Yeah. How far is Brasilia from the nightclub help? Night nightclub help. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brothel that he used. It to closed visit. down too. It was a great place. 
Um, now, when you were growing up, did, did you fight a lot as a kid or was it like kind of a quiet neighborhood? No, I fought a lot, man. I fought uh, yeah, in the neighborhood I used to live. Uh, 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 I fought a lot. I fought a lot on, on the school after the school and the school was done. You know, someone uh, uh, when the class was done, I always got in fights, you know, I always like fighting, like and growing up, I did a lot of street fights too. Like uh, uh, until I, I got to know jiu-jitsu, I, I used to be, I used to get beat up a lot in these fights, you know. And after I, I learned jiu-jitsu, and then I started to take advantage on most of these fights, you know. And, uh, so becoming a professional uh, mixed martial artist is actually what saved my life, you know. Because after I became a professional, uh, street fights stopped to make sense for me. I, I see now street fight. I mean, street fight doesn't happen nowadays. You know, there's no bullying on offer, which is good. And and uh, and I still I have a totally different point of view, of course. You know, like a professional, I fight. I, I wanna earn my paycheck so wait, when you were young you said it saved your life were you headed into a bad direction at one point that the martial arts kind of pulled you out of yeah yeah uh exactly it, it, i was heading in many different directions first before jiu-jitsu i was a very insecure kid you know who used to go in a lot of fights i had no confidence and no confidence you know jiu-jitsu made me way more confident actually made me uh, too much too overconfident and during my um, i was a, when i was a teenager adolescence I, I i kept fighting and that was the time was was taking me to a direction where i was getting involved with gangs was getting involved in street fights and and some some of my rivals had guns was threatening me like or some people were suing me so so uh uh i mean jujitsu gave made me overconfident but mixed martial arts it's what really saved my life you know saved my uh, because uh becoming a professional is is be, became my purpose was there an incident like one thing in particular that happened where you said i have to stop this Man, I I went to jail one time for for like a, a night. I spent a night, you know, uh, after a, a huge big fight, and a couple of times, man, I almost uh, I could have died, you know, like uh, where I, I had a like a I was brawling with too many people, and then in both situations, I felt on the ground, and people started to kick me if they had they they got wood and start to hit me hit my body but they probably didn't kill me because they uh, they, they they noticed that i wasn't a threat anymore but uh, i got to a point where the things start to get real danger really dangerous became really dangerous for me I spent one night in jail, but it was for something much different than fight. I was, I was doing a radio show stunt and, and you know, we just got arrested because we were in, in the wrong place. The worst part about being in jail for the night was how dirty the toilets were. Like I just wanted to shit and the, the toilets were so filthy and the door was open and I'm like, I could never live this way. Like I, that's why I pay my taxes and I make sure I obey the law. Cause that one night showed me, I don't want to live that way. 
Exactly. And, and the same thing happens to me. Uh, uh, I started to grow up. I totally changed my mindset and became uh, oh, another way that mixed martial arts saved my life was mentally. I became uh, a way more non-reactive person, you know, because and that that was funny because I, I started to do sparring, started to do hard training for the, the fights. And then I would also uh, find ways to to recover my body. And then I found yoga, I found meditation. I discovered a Zen side, a, a, a cool side, like a water side, from the uh, f to to be in it to to help me perform, to help help me help me become more non-reactive to things, and that uh gave me self-control you know now i i mean now i'm able to go go on the street and and like when i'm in traffic and people hey motherfucker i say oh man okay you know okay I, I don't care you know i say okay cool i'm, I'm wrong you're right like many times People they want to test, you know. I'm I'm a I'm a small guy, of course, and people that don't know they say, oh, he's a fighter. People want to test, they want to tease, and I say, hey man, let you be, you can beat me up some other time, you know, or like uh, 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 when they tease, I say, hey, uh, I'm not get I'm not ready to 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 get beat up right now i'm doing all the thing all the time you beat me up so i became more more calm you know and how i know and learn how to avoid all these situations yeah because you know why because you don't win even if you win like there's a saying there's a that saying where you know the loser goes to the hospital the winner goes to jail you know what i mean so yeah you know it's you know you could i mean you fight on the best fighters on the planet you know you have nothing to prove but Having said that, it is hard when you got an asshole in your face. <laughs> I just, I, I feel that I, everything you said is the, the mature thing to do. Sometimes I, ah, I swear. Hey, why, Matt, sometimes do you want to smack them when they're being obnoxious? Oh, I got to really <laughs> just count to 10 and just think of my kids, you know? Yeah, man. Like uh, yesterday, I was in a flight and the, the flight attendant was a male. And then I, I I was with my mask and I, and but I I was eating and then he he had told me like a few times to put the mask back on and then the third time he he stared at me stop stare like with a bad look and say put your mask on it and I, I'm not telling you again and that moment I said man I have uh, I I gonna be here I have my wife here with me. Uh, uh that really kind of kind of aggravated me somehow i wanted to say something to the guy you know I wanna, I, and then i after a while i say look man he's a fly attendant he's working i'm going to to vegas to fight he's probably working the, the entire day if i if i have something to prove to to me or to my wife because uh to to say that i'm tough that's gonna be a huge insecurity for me so just let it happen but uh but when I was leaving the flight, and then, and then I just did this. You know, I was walking out of the flight. I just did this. <laughs> and, and put the mask back. And <laughs> just to tease him a little bit. Yes. And uh, it made a, a little laugh. So <laughs> everything was cool. What did he do? Did he respond? No, it just made uh, Once I left, he left. So we were cool. 
Yeah, it's weird, too, because when it's a flight attendant, you can't win because they're always going to take the flight attendant's side and then you're not allowed to fly. And it's, it's, it's a no win. You were smart not to. Yeah, yeah, especially flight attendant, man. And like, uh, you know, exactly, it's exactly what you said. So, I mean, this type of situation happens every single day. If you see, it happens every single day in our lives. And martial arts, mixed martial arts, actually was what gave me the security to to avoid this kind of confrontations. Where do you live now, Ronnie? I live in Brasilia. Oh, you're still, oh, you're still in Brazil. Oh, I wasn't sure if you were still there. Yeah, and I do my training camps at American Top Team. Whenever oh, okay. I have a fight, a fight booked, I go to American Top Team and and train there. How hard was it? To were you able to travel out uh, during COVID or did you have to stay uh, home? Or were you in the States? Uh, yeah, last year uh, I didn't fight. Uh, I've had one fight before the COVID shut down everything. But uh, yeah, in two, two, uh, 2021, I, I was able to, to travel. But uh, with many restrictions and and uh, it took me longer time to get the visa in order for me to come here to train, you know, like I used to spend like two months at American Top Team during camp. Then my first fight in March, I spent a week there and then went to the fight week. Now this time I spent three weeks there and then came to the fight week. When it's all said and done with the mixed martial arts and hey, you don't, you're not showing any signs of slowing down. You're looking awesome. You're coming off a win. Um, you ever think about doing any grappling tournaments again or super fights or anything like that when you're done with the mixed martial arts? I think about it. I think about it. I still do it, actually. I don't because uh, sometimes when uh, I'm off camp, I don't have anything coming up. Coming up. I like to stay active. So I, I keep doing it. And I, I think about that, about about the future, yes. What do you think about the um, the, the, um, the fascination and – just the uh, the leg lock game and how it's just kind of like burst onto the scene this last how many years and and really took the it really it, it kind of changed the game to a certain degree. What what what, what do you think of the whole uh, Ashigarami game now? What do you what do you think of that? I think it's cool, man. I think uh, I mean you you've been jiu jitsu for a long time and you know that there are things that. Um, how do you say that things that uh uh in ta- uh, time you know it's fashion it's like fashion oh, like yes yeah no like uh, uh, uh let's say probably you begun in the 90s uh, I, I i believe i presume like like me and and uh when i discover when we discover half guard close guard stop stop being the thing and then <laughs> when we discover guillotine guillotine became the thing uh, like uh you the know rubber, like- the rubber guard people were obsessed with eddie bravo's rubber guard now i understand it becomes like um uh, like like in fashion the fashionable yeah 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 like the 50 50 thing betting bolo thing and now it becomes but it, what does that mean about being fashion that means that is effective that means that people should learn you know uh and I'm gonna be honest. I trained that a lot, uh, and I'm ready to surprise my my opponent with that. You know, the uh, 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 few fights ago, I finished in a heel hook. Yes, I think in mixed martial arts is very different. Okay, it's it's very very different because you have the glove, a big hand wrap under you, 
And uh, that 50-50 position, that Shigarami, it takes a lot of commit for you to do that. To get to get there, you might get punched in the face a lot. So I think the the Tokyo style, Rosemar Tokyo style, the guy who finished many fights in UFC. Paul Harris. Paralysis, yeah. The, that, that's the best way to get it because he, he got the the either I I the 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 inside heel hook. Yes. He gets right away. If he doesn't get, he gotta change. And he gets right away. I think that's how it works for mixed martial arts. Oh, 100%. In, in all my fights, uh, when I was on bottom, I'll tell you right now, like three or four times, I would attack those legs. I would not, they go to escape and I get on top. So I use that as reverse. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But, I, but I can't help to think if I would have known some of these new things, I got in on those legs, could I have, would have switched to an outside uh, heel hook from the inside the way they do now? They didn't do it back then. Could I have finished those fights? So I don't know. That's just me as a jujitsu man thinking the what ifs, yeah. you know. But yeah, hey, yeah, listen, yeah. hey, love your style, man. I'm always watching when you're fighting. We'll be watching this weekend. Yeah, fighting uh, Chung Ho Kong on uh, the 20th again on uh, Vieira versus Tate, and uh, it's a great card. And um, again, we talked about the co-main is a great, a great fight. And uh, good luck, man. It was really, really interesting talking to you, Ronnie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I always watch you guys. You guys are very important for the sport. Oh, man. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Come on again soon, bro. Come on again soon. I hope so. I hope so. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Uh, the fights—they're at a different time again this weekend. Just to point that out, you know, the uh, the prelims start at three p.m. this Saturday, and the main card starts uh, at six p.m. on ESPN Plus. I'm looking forward, Jimmy. I, you know, I love me too. Me too, buddy. You know, I'm gonna be going to Florida soon. Did I tell you that I'm going to Disney? I'm gonna be gone for like a little bit. Next so week. you're going to have to leave your family in the Disney park while you go back to the hotel and do unfiltered? Matt. Well, I mean, I'll be on next week. I'll be on the... the, the okay. You know, the, when, the next show, I don't know. We'll talk about this. I one. might be gone one day, too. So we'll, we might take a well, week. Hey, we'll figure this shit out, man. Yeah. Dean Thomas waiting in the wings. Phoenix is on call. We got. That's right. Oh, we got people. We got friends of the show. You know, they can steer the ship. Yep. Uh, what else, Jimmy? Nothing, buddy. I'm really good. And uh, I will see you next week. Our, do our pre-Thanksgiving show. So we're not doing any picks then. That's what you're telling me. Do you want to? We can. Well, you know why? Do I want to? I'm indifferent. But, you know, the fans really like when we do that. Let's do it. Main event, Misha, Ketlin Vieira. You know, Misha's... I'm going to say, I'm going to say Misha Tate by decision. I'm going to say by decision. I'm going to say Misha in a third round sub. 
Okay. Uh, let's do at least, let's do two more and then we're done. All right. Let's do, let's go in that order. So the, the co-main event, what we were just talking about, Michael Chiesa for Sean Brady. Now look, this is rough. This is a rough, this is a rough one, man. Cause I almost, why'd you want to make these picks? Cause now you make it. I know. What do we do here? What do we do? But they know the name of the game. We got to. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm riding off some momentum. I'm thinking, I really like both guys. This is going to be the toughest uh, test right now. For For, Sean Young. For Sean Brady. Yeah. But I think he's going to pass it. I think he's going to pass it. And I think he's going to win by decision because Kies is is going to be saying, look, man, I'm not going out without a fight. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going to take Brady by decision as well. He's Philadelphia. He's undefeated. Uh, I think he will uh, wind up taking this to the uh, take. I think he has to survive three rounds easily. Not easily, but definitely can do that. And uh, Ronnie Yaya against uh, Chung Ho Kong. <sighs> Second round sub, Ronnie Yaya. Ronnie decision. Okay. Jimmy, what do you want to What do you want to all plug, my friend? December 4th, I will be in Florida as well. I'm going to be doing... Uh, Boca, the Laughing Spree Comedy Festival, and check out my clips on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm posting comedy clips again. I, I finally started posting again. It's been really fun. Jimmy, I saw a little little silly, like, making fun of TikTok videos that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all terrible. You're great, Jimmy. Thank you, love buddy. You. I love your sense of humor. Uh, listen, for me, I don't know, because I just shot a new episode of Dana White looking for a fight, maybe you should go back and just watch the whole the whole archive. Of I it. agree. Watch them all, folks. All right. Yes. Other than that, I don't know. I'm on Cameo. I'm at Sarah BJJ. I got a good friend of mine, Dex. He just shot a... He used to be my barber. He's very talented, though. Sure. He's also a video guy. He just shot like a little commercial that I'm going to put on my uh, website. I'll probably put it on my Instagram later. It just gives you kind of feel of what I do there at Sarah BJ. It's my happy place, Jimmy. You know? Yes. All right. Hey, man. You know I love you, pal. I love you, pal. Could you say it like you said it to Justin Gagey with more heart and, and whatever? I love you. I literally to Justin said, I don't know how I'm going to quit you. I, was, <laughs> I, never, I never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. It broke right now. <laughs> yeah, I oh, should be, I, he should have punched me. All right, buddy. It was good seeing you, and uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs> Later, Jimmy. I'll talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah, bye. Bye, everyone.